wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. Too, bro. You know where we're losing our minds? What? What? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, for several reasons. First several. off, the freaking panic attack of a movie that we watched uh, yeah. for this week. And then two, the debate that we got into with our friends. Just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to go into it. No. Not even going to go into it. No. Buddy boy, let's just talk about this movie. Yes. Yes. Let's stay on I'm it. I'm going to move my chair again. <laughs> yeah, do it. Do it. I mean, no, the fine. seal's broken. It's fine. All right. So, uh, after, so last year in 2019, A24, a studio that we generally are pretty fond of. Yeah, they, it's, they, they've released some pretty big bangers. Yeah. And we've actually reviewed a lot of them within the past year. It's true. Yeah. So, A24 put out a movie starring the least likely of, uh, dramatic actors, uh, Adam Sandler. The, yeah, A-Sans. A-Sans. He was the Sandy. the most actor out of all the actors in this movie. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. He had been in more than two films. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, he wasn't. A, I mean, he's a great basketball player. Right. But uh, he wasn't an athlete. You know? <laughs> um, not as iconic as Jordan. You know? No. But, I mean, uh, KG. For all, everything he's done, he's only won one championship. Yeah, one championship, really? I believe. Well, yeah. I had heard that they were they wanted actually Kobe for that role. Really? Yeah, but um, Kobe understood how business works. Is that is that what happened at the end? I think at the end Kobe wanted to direct the movie. So I mean, he did. He actually directed a short, I believe, and he won an Oscar for it. Kobe won an Oscar for it. Kobe short won an Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. Really? R.I.P. Kobe. Yeah. Wow. He, uh, really, the, really was the goat. Yeah, he was. I mean, at least the second best. Sure. Yeah. Sorry. No, yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. Um, yeah, Kobe, I think, I forgot what it was called, but he direct like, his movie won, I think, best short from the Oscars. Wow. Yeah. That's actually pretty impressive. Uh, so I, I guess it kind of makes more sense why, why they wanted, why he wanted to direct it. Mm-hmm. You know? And they, uh, and they said no to that, so they went with, with KG instead. Yeah. Yeah. But that's interesting. That actually, I, at first I wasn't sure if that was, like, a real thing, but you saying that actually lends a little more best credence. Best animated short. It was animated. It was animated. Wow. Yeah, it was called Deer Basketball. Wow. 2018, yeah. You don't hear about that. I no, mean, you I, did. I, I did, yeah. <laughs> I had my ear to the, to, the, to the ground. But no, yeah, Um, I, I didn't know about the Kobe thing. I kind of didn't do any like research into this movie. Mm-hmm. I kind of just watched it up in front. Right. And I got to tell you, this was going. This movie went. It started and it just kept going. So it had a play, it had a runtime. Yeah, it had a time to fill. No, I mean like, but like you know, you could tell like certain movies that they do to kind of take their time to let everyone kind of catch their breath. Right. No, the pacing this, on here was pretty connected. This movie kind of was just like, okay, well, we'll start at sixty, <laughs> and then we'll end at like a hundred and five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, this movie that we're talking about, I should say, we should say the name: Uncut right. Gems. Uncut Gems, two thousand nineteen. A twenty four, the Safi brothers directed, um, and it stars yeah Adam Sandler, Lee Keith Steinfeld, Lee Keith Steinfeld, Judd Hirsch. This yeah. is the second Judd Hirsch movie we've done in a row. Yeah. Um, and Dina Menzel. Yeah. And um, the fucking weekend. Right. Because everyone goes sees the weekend. Right. 
KG. KG. Who okay. actually did a great job. Yeah, for Ke- Kevin Garnett, like, I was surprised. He was very, very locked in. He was, yeah, I was about to say, he yeah. was, you could tell he was invested. That he was actually wanted to make this movie. Yeah. Um, and then, and then his girl played by Julia Fox. Julia Fox, yes, that's who right. Who played Julia, so it goes to tell you how big of a star she is. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> but she, but yeah, but so, um, there's two main things I knew going into this movie. One is that uh, I heard Adam Sandler gave a great performance, and he right. was nominated for an Oscar for it. He wasn't. He was. Oh, right, right. That was the whole. Thing. That was the whole. Thing. If he doesn't make, if he's not nominated if he's for not an Oscar, he'll make he'll one make, of the worst movies of all time. We're so we're waiting on that. So yeah, we're still waiting. We're still waiting on Grown Ups Three, and uh, or like what was the movie he made? Like Jack and Jill or something. Jack and Jill, where he yeah. played twins. Right. The ridiculous six, where he yes had it was. Uh, I guess at best racially insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the second thing that you know about the movie going in is that it is incredibly polarizing. That some people thought it was a great like display of filmmaking. Other people thought like, why the fuck am I watching this loser like mm-hmm. just bury himself and I can't hear anybody talking and this is terrible. Now let me ask you, did you watch the movie with with captions with subtitles? No. Not at all. Mm, I think did. that might have. Yeah, I did. You did. Yeah, and I gotta say, even watching, I was thinking like, oh man, that's actually some important information. Like, I probably wouldn't have caught that if I didn't see it written down in front of me. Really? Yeah, a couple times. Then that's not good. No. I mean, if you have to watch a movie that is your own language, right? Like, I, I obviously. I mean, I, I didn't know I had to watch it with subtitles. Right, but that's I just a, turned it on because it was already on it. But on that's the thing, like. I watch Parasite with subtitles mm-hmm. because I don't speak Korean. Well, that's different, yeah. Right. But, uh, I mean, even though I didn't understand, like, I still got, but, like, I understand, I don't need to watch an English movie with subtitles. I shouldn't have to. Right. Like, they should be clear, that, like... Right, you should be able to hear what they're saying. should be able to hear what sure. they're saying, yeah. Well, that was, it's kind of like the whole Bane thing, right? It's like, yeah, it sounds cool, but, like, if I can't understand what you're saying, is it really a good thing for your voice to sound like that? Right. Yeah. Also, here's the split. It's a 92%. From critics on Rotten Tomatoes, which is 328 total reviews from mm-hmm. critics. I mean, that's overwhelmingly positive. Yes, and 52% from the audience. And how many in the audience? 12,111. I think that says more. Yeah. Yeah, I think that says more. Yeah. Absolutely. This is no. This is no uh, Last Jedi here. <laughs> Actually, wait. It kind of is. It kind of is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I. So I. I'm on the side where I actually enjoy... I actually like the movie. And I'm on the side where I did not enjoy right. this movie. So a rare instance where the Movie Mayhem podcast is schismed down yeah. the middle. The social distance is unreal. Matt's right. sitting... <laughs> he's sitting in his car. I'm I can't stand to look at you right now. <laughs> I can't I can't allow it. You know, I can't let me in your house. I can't allow it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I so I think... The reasons you dislike the movie are probably the reasons I like the movie. And I think I can honestly say that for this movie, anybody who dislikes it is 100% justified in disliking it. And I think people who do like it are also 100% justified in liking it. There is a lot to like. Adam Sandler does give a great performance. Sure. Everyone else, though, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) I don't know. I thought, I mean, Lakeith didn't have much of a a role. He he had, like, there was no, like... He had no justification to do anything that he did. It just seems like... I never got where he was coming from. Right. Like, yeah. where was his loyalty? Yeah. Like, like, is he actually his friend? Is he not? Right. And he's like, oh, well, I sell wa- you sell my watches here, but then why wouldn't he sell his watches there? And then So, what I got from that is that he doesn't sell his watches there. He's just holding on to his watches in his safe. But the, va- the watches are fake. Right. So, he doesn't want to sell it out of his store. That's what I initially thought. Later in the movie, you realize that the reason he didn't want to sell his watches is because he had already sold them off himself. Ah. So Adam Sandler was this... Oh, Howie was the scumbag there. Yeah. But the thing is, you didn't know that in the beginning. In the beginning, you thought that Howie had this sort of, like, standard where, like, you know, he's not going to sell fake shit. Right. You know, but then you see him, like, like give one of them to the, yeah. uh... To, like, the, those two weird guys that keep showing up. Yeah. You know? And then you start to, and then, but then you, I, in my, I still didn't put together that that was the Damani's uh, watch. Right. And then later, because we never really got like an establishment of that of the watch brand or of the watch right. kind. It was right. like never like 
You, so, oh, he tries to give one to Gary, too, the guy that plays the bets, and Gary's like, I don't need a, a Rolex, yeah. that thing's probably fake anyway. Right. Yeah. But that's just Mike Francesa. That's yeah, that's just the Pope. Frank, yeah, yeah. Francesa the God. That's just the prophet, you know? <laughs> These are some Mero owned. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Francesa. <laughs> well, first time, long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's, um, so, you know, it, it's, that's like, it's not, it's not, that doesn't 100% explain his behavior, though, because right. he doesn't find out that 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 Howie was like pawning his watches until late in the movie, right? You know, um, but for me, I thought it was a really good step in the shoes of somebody that I have never really had the misfortune of like being of knowing, and somebody that I hope I never really get to know on that intimate of a of a level. Um, and that's like for me, that's like the gambling addict, right? Right, the degenerate gambler, the degenerate gambler. Like you hear about the gam about gambling addicts, and you. In your mind, like you don't really understand. You're just like, dude, like, like why would you place that bet? You're throwing your life away, yada yada. And it's very, but you view it from like an out, from like an outsider's point of view. And from which case, any addict is like, right. you know, hard to really get your mind around. But for Howie, you know, by the end of the movie, every time, every time he gambles, you understand that it's stupid and it's a terrible decision. But for me, I think this is what separates people who liked and people who didn't. For me, I still wanted to pay off for him. And other people were like, no, you make stupid bets, it shouldn't pay out for you. You're a bad right. person. No, I, I mean, I understood the whole, you know, each bet can be bigger and bigger and bigger. And when, you know, you find out in the first, like, the whole thing is kind of based off, you know, he gets this, uh, this, this gemstone from uh, Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Yeah, sorry. Ethiopia. Sorry, <laughs> got it caught in my mouth. Uh, Ethiopia, he shows it to Kevin Garnett, who becomes infatuated with it, right. and then he, like... It's like his lucky charm, and then the Howard puts this like ridiculous bet where he just bets kind of the house on Garnett, like Garnett points, Garnett tip, Garnett uh, self rebounds, win, yeah. rebounds, kind of like this ridiculous. Put thing it where, all on Garnett. Which yeah, where everyone would ever make that bet as a sports bet at that time, two thousand eleven. K like that was when KG, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen were on the way out of Boston. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, as a, as a semi basketball fan, I was about to say you're way I, more knowledgeable basketball than I, I ever knew. Basketball like. Basketball is my third favorite sport. Right. Like, I, like, because I grew up at the time. Like baseball, football. It's basically, yeah, baseball, football, because those are the two sports that I got to see a lot, mm. but I got to watch basketball a lot, because when I grew up, it was, you know, like, the dream team. We were talking about before, like, dream team, you know, Jordan, the emergence of Kobe, you know, uh, you know, seeing LeBron. LeBron's the same age as me, so I got to, like, when he started being popular in high school, I was, we were in the same grade. That's pretty cool. And so, like, he, like he's on the come up. Obviously, our lives have gone two different ways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's stuck playing basketball. He's stuck playing basketball. I'm out here. Living your life to the fullest. Like, I'm about to buy some toys, bro. <laughs> no, like, but, yeah. But, like, it's, it's kind of this thing where I got to see LeBron kind of come up. I got to see a lot of great players on the come up of basketball. Mm. Um, also, never being good at playing basketball. That hurt me, too. But I love, like, I love when Jason Kidd came to the Nets and he was mm. doing all these passes to... Uh, Kenyon Martin, Vince Carter, Richard Jefferson. So you're, you're a basketball person. You're I, like, a fan. I like basketball. Yeah, I, like basketball. I would. I, I would watch like when the basketball bubble starts up, which I thought has been funny to yeah. like, kind of keep an eye on. Yeah, I'm gonna watch a couple of games. Also, like, Adam Sandler, great basketball player. Yeah, he's a, like you. Have you have you guys seen Grown One? Yeah, dude, he made that bank shot yeah. every time. He like <laughs> he. I think he gets like a basketball hoop on set. Like he'll bring yeah. it out himself. I think you asked like. I think they, I don't know if it was Kevin Hart or somebody, but they asked, like, someone who played in the Celebrity All-Star game, was like, who's the best celebrity basketball player? Right. Adam Sandler. Yeah, Adam Sandler. He he's that, really good. He's got a good jump. Yeah. And, you know, like, I think... Oh, the longest yard. Oh, yeah, the longest yard. <laughs> I think Adam Sandler's, like, a sneaky He got athlete. Nelly to join his team by, like, going one-on-one. <laughs> yeah. on one. <laughs> oh, he got Michael Irvin to join his team. Yeah. yeah, he got them all. But, yeah, like, uh, I think Adam, Adam Sandler's, like, as we find out, Adam Sandler lives life in basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. Which yep. is res highly respectable. Yeah, movie choices takes a aside. whole level of like not giving a fuck. Exactly. When that. you show up to movie premieres in fucking like tracksuits, right? And you're just like, this is it. You know why? Because he's always ready to go one on one. That's right. You don't know yeah. when they could go. Yeah. But like, um, yeah. So seeing, uh, seeing it's like seeing the the and his basketball shorts like way below the knee too. They're so <laughs> they're like <laughs> they're the ninety they're the two thousands basketball. What shorts. was that store that sold everything like five? Fucking dollar, Stephen Berry. Stephen yeah, Berry, yeah, yeah. It's like five ninety nine. Yep. You get starberries. Yeah, like, the starberries. Like, right yep. at your ankles. Oh my god. Yeah, like 
I that was the look I in two thousand three, man. I had two pairs. I had a yeah. Knicks pair and I had a San Antonio Spurs pair. Wow, uh, dude, I don't, I don't mess around. You don't play. I don't play. Yeah. I don't play basketball. But, yeah. I don't play <laughs> but yeah, like uh, seeing, like putting that bet on an aging KG, and KG played for another couple of years, and then we got traded to the Nets right after, uh, which was a hose of a trade, by the mm. way, hose mm. of a trade. <laughs> It was so stupid. I have no favorite preference, yeah. but I, but I, hundred yeah, percent. They got two the old guys who are about to retire mm-hmm. for like three first round picks or some shit. Like oh that. wow, it's stupid. So cool. stupid. Good for them. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, like people were kind of like, like it, it, they said it at the end of the at, by the end of the movie when Howard and KG had that one on one where it's like they're rooting against you. Yeah. They're they're, they're burying you. They're yeah. killing you. This is how I win. This is exactly yeah. like this is this is my. You're game. gonna let them say that shit about you? They don't know you. Exactly. Like KG, his like his knees. You know, yeah. can he hold up? Can right. he his back. But like uh, seeing, you know, that bet in the beginning, and then what happened to it? Like the fact that he, kind of this mood changes where you're like. Like you kind of like you're you're you feel the weight of him like oh why would you place that bet you yeah. got the money you did this you got like yeah. like oh my god and then he places the bet and then like he hits right and it's like fuck he did it again we are in this we're yeah. about to have some good we times we can do it yep Julia Julia's looking swell yeah she yeah she's getting into the game she's yeah in it's it. awesome but then you you find then out the, the ending happens his uh, I guess a loan shark uh, yeah Arlo Arno Arno sorry yeah cancels the bet cancel the bets and he just. Fucking like it spirals and like I like that because it is an inciting incident, of what, another desperation act. Mm-hmm. But I just like I like to 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 finish my point is like I understood his desperation in gambling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, as a bookie, like what are you doing? Like, yeah, they're not place great. that bet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. But uh, I also feel like this movie starts on the last leg of Howie's life. Right. You know. Like this is the result of like many years worth of of do of sabotaging himself. Yeah, you know, um, this, like another movie would have started like you know like oh how did I get here? Right, and they play like Bob O'Reilly from the Who like Dude. yeah yeah exactly. But this one I think that also adds to the chaotic frenetic like uh, atmosphere is that right. you're not you're not getting you're only getting the you're starting a book in the climax. Right, you know, and that feels like you're just dropped in and then you're getting all these claustrophobic shots you're getting like all this all the sound editing is either really effective or really terrible depending on who you ask yeah I mean I I I feel like with the irritating buzzer noise yeah that was fine like I could under like that's what I'm supposed to be feeling like mm-hmm. the and then, right. like everyone's screaming and this kind of like everything is kind of crashing around you like I get that mm-hmm. and I respect like and that's a you know, I'm pretty sure this movie was not like you know ten hundred like no a yeah. couple hundred million dollars right. It was probably very low budget right. A twenty four usually is a, yeah probably like sub twenty million yeah. But like, what I I just didn't like. I don't like those fucking goons. Well, because yeah. they had like no. They're the first one dimensional. They're yeah. like yeah, I agree. There they, was no structure to them. Uh, they were just Arno mad dogs. Also, was very one dimensional. So Arno, okay. So go ahead and finish that. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that he had absolutely like no conviction. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, especially when we find out. Like we'll, we'll go into spoilers in a little bit. Yeah. But when you find out who he is right. to Howard, there's like, why are you such a passenger in this? For me, I was like, oh, that's why he's such a passenger in this. Oh, okay. Because he, that's family. Oh fuck! Spoiler. Spoil. Uh, okay, so we're about eighteen and a half minutes in. God damn it! Um, we look, can talk a little bit without yeah. spoilers. A little well, longer. No, technically, we technically, that's longer. not really a spoiler. That's true. So yeah, you find out Arno is his brother-in-law. That's true. Yeah, but and, like, but you, he's you not find a, out that he's had problems with his brother-in-law, and you know that he has problems with Arno. Right. And then you find out that so like when that's happening, like when they first picked him up right. outside of. Uh, Outside of uh, his daughter's recital, oh, the play, yeah, right, yeah, his her play, and you could see in Arno's eyes that like he's not like a hundred percent on board with this. He's like, look, don't say my, don't say my name like that. Like, look, why are you making me do this? And then you find out he knows all this stuff about like Howie. It's like shit. This guy Arno, he's like a pretty he's powerful like, guy, you know? Yeah. And like, and so you, and so you just, and then he's like, you know, don't like. Don't hit him. Just throw him in his trunk, you know. Right. And you and you get the idea that he's, you know, for lack of a better word, he's like he's being soft on him, right? You know. And uh, 
for me, when you find out why, it's like, oh, he doesn't want to do this to... This but is I, like... I, you know. I have seen that role mm-hmm. of, like, the soft-handed boss mm-hmm. played better. Well, I think he just hired these guys in the beginning of the movie, but he's, I, These I, aren't his guys. Oh, they're not his guys? So, when... They, so, they, like, when they meet Maybe this Howie is in the, the beginning subtitle. and they slap him... No, when they right. meet Howie in the beginning and they slap him... Right. That's his first time meeting them. Okay. So, he calls Howie and he's like, yo, who the hell are these guys? You know, right. like, what are you doing? Right? And so, for me... I mean, he calls Arno and he asks that. So, that tells me that Arno just hired these guys because it's been a year since he lent this money to, uh, to yeah. Howie. Okay. Right? And he's seeing that Howie's, like, making all these moves. He's spending his money and he's not paying it back. So... Him getting this muscle is uh, is a desperation act. Arno is not a boss. He's just a guy that lent him money. Hmm. He's just his brother-in-law that lent him money. So if he's... And he's just been asking for that money back this whole time and hasn't been getting it. Like, oh, like that's the two, so weird. Like the two weird brothers. They're, they're Arno before Arno hired the muscle. You know? Right. And they're just... They're, and that's why and, he has no control over these gets, guys, and too. He gets, and he mows over those guys, no problem. Right, exactly. Okay. He's able to just, you know, take this fucking Rolex out of my face. But, I mean, you, you kind of see in the uh, the Seder scene where... What's the Seder scene? Where they're all together, like, his... Uh, oh, 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 where you oh, find yeah, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually find out mm-hmm. that Arno is his brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. That there is some sort of, like, resentment and jealousy. And I wish that was played up a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. you, you see, like... Obviously, John Hirsch is very critical of Arno because he's like, you know, he's a straight, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's not, I don't think Arno is Jewish. Mm. So he's like, he, he kind of violates their security. He's like, right. it's like a, you know, it's like a stranger in my own house. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, he doesn't, but like, he doesn't do this. There's so much tension in that. And then you add, the and fact also that, when he asks him to read, and right, he's like, I'll oh, let, let Howie do it. Instead. Right. So it kind of yeah. like, you know, and there's a like, I mean, it could have been more... Like, it's a two-hour and 14-minute movie. So mm-hmm. maybe time you kind of want to s- spend your time somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could have dealt with less... For of, me, it didn't feel like a two-hour and 14-minute. I feel? mean, it clipped. It went. Yeah. Like, it would... I mean, I watched... Like you it, said, it went. <laughs> it, it went. It just, like, it just wasn't... It wasn't stopping. But, yeah. like, I could have I dealt with a lot less of fucking uh, Kid Dynamite at the end with that. Oh, baby, I love you. I love you, baby. Yeah, yeah. I could have dealt with... Fifty thousand percent less of that guy. Right, right. He sucked. Yeah, but yeah, the, it it honestly, I even said this before. It kind of felt at parts where this is also another Adam Sandler movie where he kind of just has his random friends in there mm-hmm. and like these caricatures of people mm-hmm. in there, but it's just like with like a different soundtrack. Like you could see this as like. Oh, Uncut Gems. Here's a wacky comedy about a down on his luck jewel dealer. And like, just yeah, it just his wife just, hates him. His father-in-law loves just him. Keeps rolling natural ones, you right. know. Just like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, I don't think it was. No, a, yeah, a comedy though. I mean, it had some funny moments. Though. It did have some funny. moments. It did have some funny. I didn't resurface nothing. You know, just like, <laughs> what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Let me see the fucking weekend. Yeah. <laughs> The hardest anybody went out. Especially weekend. when, like, earlier that day, it's like, are you going there? It's like, I mean, I wasn't planning to, but I could. Yeah, I'm here to see the fucking weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Yeah, Damani was super sus, like, yeah. the whole time, and that, like, not, I mean, obviously he's supposed to be sus, but, like, I mean, he was sus in that, like, whose side is he on? Right. I, at, even at the end, it's like, I never got a grip I on mean, that. if he was trying to, like, I feel like also the guy in the beginning, like, the, the one, the... The, guy that the left. clerk who's like, yeah. you know, I've been giving you eight, eight years. years. If of you my give life. that dialogue to Damani, mm-hmm. that would make more sense because then at the like you would understand why he's not like, I'm not gonna get you the gem, like because K- uh, KG kind of just up and walks away with a million dollar gem, yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, I don't have to give it back to you. Like, right. You do. Like and this they, is how yeah. business is done. Well, at the end, he said that it's like I gave you, I came and I brought that back. I didn't have to do that. Right. I'm surprised that the whole point of collateral. So that, like, there's an even exchange. But instead, he gave him back the, the jewel and didn't take the, the ring back. Because, right. So I, I thought, like, if you can't give me my ring back, I'm not giving you the jewel back. I thought that would have been fair of KG to do. Right. So I don't understand why he still gave him the jewel. I don't know. I don't know. That, but, yeah. Like, a lot of stuff that, like, they kind of made KG look stupid. Yeah. Like, until the end. Until the end. Until the end. But, like, he... he the, uh, I man. thought the whole idea of, like... 
like the morality of profit right was like a pretty interesting like conversation for Keiji to have at the end and I really like how 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 we like turned it around oh let's do it yeah uh, I'm just gonna do this right now because we're gonna wow that's that, was a, that, was a, that was a premature <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay so we're gonna go spoilers from now on because I think it's gonna be a little easier to to talk about Discussing. so yeah. here we go so guys if you haven't seen how if you haven't seen it yet you know uh, just know that it is up to you whether or not you decide to like it right. do, you, do you do you wish you hadn't watched it even though you didn't like it no I, I'm glad I saw it yeah I mean hold on so I'm just sorry like, it was just sitting in my hand I had yeah to... so you know if you didn't watch it at this point go watch it stop yeah, it's listening it's on Netflix right now yeah. it's pretty pop like it's on the trending page yeah so stop, um, stop listening to us if you have though welcome right and you know uh, the, let's get into it you know what we always say download the episode stop it you could delete the episode then mm-hmm. download it again give us that extra hit give it that extra bump yep. maybe yeah um but yeah i am glad i saw it because i have seen a lot of the those hype 2019 movies mm-hmm. you know lighthouse yep. jojo rabbit yep. knives out yep we've even done them for the show yeah. uh fucking uh you saw parasite parasite which yeah. we'll probably do yeah, later exactly um we're just a year late and all yeah, the best I mean, movies. We're just so kinda, yeah, I mean, guys, we've been so busy going to the movies lately. Yeah, right? Sorry, that's a, it's been under the belt. Yeah, too soon. Uh, but yeah, now Uncut Gems. I want to see Little Women. Yeah. I want to, you know, I, I kind of want to... There's a couple more that I do want to see. This kind of ranks a little bit below Lighthouse for me. Yeah, it's not as it's good not as Knives nice Out. It's not that I hated it. Yeah. It's just that... You're ranking it against the best movies of 2019, right. though. It's just that... <laughs> Between Jojo Rabbit and Knives Out, those are my two favorite from last year. I would year. agree. I would agree. Yeah. And then I'd do Lighthouse and Uncut Gems. I would do the same thing. Yeah, I like I Parasite agree. a little bit more. Mm, I, I think Parasite's number three right now. Okay. Yeah. And that's A24 as well. A24 are like, lives rent-free Barrick. up in, yeah. in Casa Brian's. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're living in your head rent-free. They're living free. in my head. I'm just like, what are they going to do next? <laughs> I think that was supposed to drop this year. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. That one I was pretty excited about because uh, because I, I like the story right. of of the, of the Green Knight. Um, what was his name, Sir Sir Gavin? Sir. It was at medieval times in uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey. Yes, that was and it. He was fighting for the the, the princess's hand as yeah. you were deciding whether to have. Brisk iced Sir, tea. Sir Gawain. That Sir was Gawain, it. yeah. Sir okay. Gawain. <laughs> Good. I'm, yeah. I'm glad I was able to, Thank to you vamp a little bit. Thank you for that. <laughs> for that, that's, that effortless uh, off the cuff. No problem. I had it, I had it locked and ready to go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the story of Sir Gawain for me is pretty cool. Um, so, uh, uh, about like... We'll look forward, we're looking forward to that. I think, yeah, it, I think it may drop it on like a weird... Hopefully yeah. it's not... It's an actual fantasy and not like a weird psychological thriller. Uh-huh. And it's not all in his head like some of these movies tend to be. Might be. Yeah. It might be. It could very it well could be. be. But the imagery looks super cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So A24 doing good shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So this... It's definitely not the top... It, for me it's in the top five, but it is fifth place. Right. Yeah. You know? I, I look... I, like I said, I do agree... Sandler nailed it nailed it yeah. I don't like the surrounding pieces mm-hmm. I feel like something should have been built up more I feel his marriage should have been built up more his kids hating him should have been built up more why when at the same why does his sister why does his daughter hate him because yeah. is she is she it probably be, knows that about the about the side piece right it could be or is it just normal teenage shit I don't know she was pretty awful she was pretty like icy yeah but that's the but thing, his like, younger son, the one that's developing his addiction, seems to seems to like him a lot. But up until up until go, he realizes up that up until they go to the apartment, yeah, it's like, like why do you have another woman in your yeah yeah Could then just, he, then he gets disillusioned yeah yeah. But like, I would have liked a little bit more of the family dynamic. See, like I like the, like because it shows the the real effect of addiction on family. Mm-hmm. It shows like you know, you know. Also, in Dina Menzel, I I mean. Still fits in that bar mitzvah dress. She did. She's looking good. She did. She's looking good. I uh, hate. I hate doing that, especially like. I know. Because it's like we're allies and everything. Yeah, you know, we stand with it. But no, like it's so shitty. But like, you, they do show, and you you would like. But to I mean, we we the thing is though, Chris Hemsworth was a fuck. Looked like a fucking. Oh, he was. 
so statue in, in extraction. We talked oh. about that all the time. BT Dubs. I don't mm. know if you've, you've seen the news. Mm. So Joe and Anthony Russo are going to direct another movie with Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling. <gasps> the Godfather? The Godfather and Chris Evans are going to be in the Whoa. same movie. I don't know if my, if your know if my can hold can it. handle that. Yeah. Oh, man. Watch out, world. Here comes the... Here comes me. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh my God. No. Oh kidding. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, like. So for that, I think that's like part of you know what I was saying before is like we're entering in the last chapter of this book. Mm. You know, I felt that you. I mean, you can see it. You know that he's neglect. He's watching the game instead of saying goodnight to his kid. Right. His daughter hates him. His son is like developing his, his the same addiction. Right. His his the things Idina said to him. You know, like, you're the most annoying person I've ever met. I hope I, I, I never have if to see you. If it was up to me, I'll never see you yeah, ever again. Like, yeah, like, that sends the message pr- pr- home pretty pretty clear. Right. You know, so for me, I could see I could see his family life falling apart. She's like, oh, can, I know we wanted to wait until Passover, but can we just speed it up and do it right now? Right. Damn. Exactly, yeah. But at the same like, time, we, you see, she's like, dude, go say, go, go say goodnight to your kids, and he's watching the game, and it's the first quarter. Right, it's so the first it's like, five minutes. Yeah, so you completely understand why. She's like 100% justified. Yeah. You know? Like, it, it's feeling. crazy, because you like, in the beginning, you kind of don't know, like, you could catch up from context. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's exactly what she said. She's like, if we wait any longer, you're going to get cold feet. Yeah. And then at, Pass- at Passover... Uh, I mean, he, he he got cold. He's like, let's yeah, do it again. Let's right. you know, let's give me one more chance. One more chance. I mean, good on her for shutting that down. Yeah, she yeah. fucking just right locked it down. Right. But yeah, like uh, I I mean that's I mean that um, it did feel like there was a lot of wasted time of him just kind of going back and forth, back and forth to these like dregs of society, which are like the jewelers and the bookies and all. Yeah. Like, I don't need to see my princessa twice. <laughs> I know he's a bookie. I don't need to see him. I think a... it was just important to see him so that it would make sense when that Arno canceled sure. the bet. I bet you could do that once. Yeah. You could chill once. That's true. You could, like, the... I think the the the, the little weirdo dudes... Mm-hmm. Them, it, I think we saw too much of them. You think you... I could use a little bit more of them. I could yeah, use, I, like, a blowout scene with them and, like... That's the thing. I, I yeah. think because their thing never went anywhere, right. it's like, why did we need it? Exactly, you, know? you didn't need it. But I think it was a bit to show us, like, why would why would his brother-in-law need to hire, like, thugs to get money from him? Because this is what he does and to people. Also, like, what what shitty thugs? I, they, they broke the first rule of thuggery. Yeah. If you're hired to get money, get the money. Right. Don't kill, like, oh, okay, he gets shot at the end. Shot in the cheek. But, I mean, to be fair, though, they weren't going to get, like, too much of that $1.2 million. You know, they would have got their cut. They would have got their. Uh, were they fighting for a? Were they working for a cut, or was there an amount though? It's like I'll pay you like you know twenty thousand to get this money. Right. So if that if that hundred twenty thousand out of a hundred thousand, if that became twenty thousand out of one point two million, would that have scaled? I don't know. That would also have been great to see, like what like what was the deal, like why like because also up until the point of them getting out of the locked room. You never got the idea that they didn't respect Arno as a boss. Yeah, I agree. Because it, it kind of felt like they were kind of lock and step. I agree. Yeah. I think when they were like... I think in the end when they bursted into his office and they were hanging him out of his window. Right. I think then like they were like, yo, let's just fucking off this guy and end it. And right. Arno was like, no, 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 no. I think there I was just like... I think then as when maybe they... they Stopped, they just like, stopped, yeah. He, like, didn't respect him as much. But I don't even think it became a respect thing. I think it was just, like, how he pissed him off so much, he just... Yeah, I mean, it could have... I mean, I could have seen... I could I could have, like, liked to have seen something where a dynamic changed. Yeah. Because you just see these three guys getting, like, kind of, like, broken down in a box. Yeah. And I, it's just that they weren't, like... I don't feel like they were strong enough actors to kind of carry that. I thought Arno did a good job with it. Well, no, he was. Because for him, you could kind of see, like, the excitement in him a little bit as the game goes on. And then almost like a respect for him at the end, you know? And, you know, so that, that, and without much, just like his glare. Just like his, his, because all he really did was stare Mm -hmm. throughout a lot of the movie. And I thought he was actually really good at conveying that emotion. Yeah. But I agree with the other two. Like, I, I, I feel like if they just... He was just stewing in there, but, like, I... Yeah. What were they like? Why? 
For me, it made sense that they killed him. It was the but only it thing that could have made more sense happened. if they got the money. Well, they ended up robbing the place and got the money that way. But okay. the, my question is, how are they going to get out? You know? Yeah, they can't leave. Yeah, so they're they're screwed too. Yeah, yeah. You but need then more they never, Did they ever strike you with bright guys though? No, none of them did. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that probably has something to do with it too. But uh, but yeah, for me though, I I didn't focus so much on those outside characters outside of Arno, who for some reason like I was kind of interested in. But I, for me, it was more about like Howie and seeing him just like for me, it felt like with how chaotic everything was and so much input from so many different directions and in my mind I'm always looking at it gave me like horror movie vibes because it yeah. just always felt like something can somebody can come out and stab because so many people hate him it felt like you know? uh, like in a Looney Tune where you're trying to plug a leak with a finger and another leak pops yeah. up and you, so you start kind yeah. of stretching yourself yeah. and I do I do agree like that horror movie aspect like what else right. can fucking happen like, every time he goes into his apartment and it's dead quiet I was like oh someone's Someone's dead in there, or someone's ready to kill him in there. Right. Yeah. Well, what's the weekend gonna do? What's the weekend gonna do? Yeah, it's like when he's. Dude, he got. We got to watch Adam Sandler fight with the weekend. (laughs) I mean, how. Also, Julia talking about, I didn't do anything. Yeah, you only didn't do anything because he barged in. Right. You you were right about to give it up for for whatever. The weekend? For the week. Yeah. For the half past nine? I mean, yeah, Uh, the whole no touching rule didn't last very long, you know, Missy. (laughs) Yeah? What I thought was pretty funny is that they like they make him like he sings one of his hardest songs I think ever, which is like very sweet song, mm-hmm. and then he just gets tossed by like fifty four year old Adam Sandler. Well, he's an R and B singer. Yeah. You know? How 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 raw is he gonna be? I mean that song they I, I can't even quote it, but like, dude. Yeah. the The lyrics and the vibes don't always yeah, match with that. Yeah. Guy. He got thrown to the ground. Yeah. And then like kind of slapped around. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, oh, what a, what a, that kind of, even now, like, it kind of, it, it, it's like a wrestling thing where, like, it cuts, it cuts your value down a little Yeah, bit. yeah, they buried the weekend. They buried the weekend. He, he was probably a producer on I'm this surprised movie. He, I'm surprised he, he, like, let them do that to him. Maybe, like, when they shot it, he, like, got way more offense in. Right. And then, like, he's watching it in the, in the premiere, and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, so you, you, you said you look two, like a bitch. Two hours and 14 minutes, I couldn't even throw one fucking yeah. punch. <laughs> And yeah, that's he, when he shaved his head. Yeah. Oh, he shaved his head. Uh, he didn't shave it, but he cut all that other hair off, like a they couple, had, years, like two, three years ago. I don't know, but Selena Gomez's ex-boyfriend is kind of a rascal. Is that the week? The weekend. The weekend. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you look up the weekend right now, that's how his hair kind of looks. Okay. All right. So I just did. I just checked the money. So this was an estimated nineteen million dollars. So sub twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it made. Oh shit! Good for them. It made fifty million dollars U.S. Oh, I think okay. It only made yeah fifty fifty million dollars. So it, it doubled its it doubled up. So mm. it's um, probably the most financially successful A twenty four movie to come out. I think that's what it is. So let, let's talk about the. But I do think it's because of the Adam Sandler thing. Adam Sandler movies right. always make money. Well, I think for this it was like, wait, Adam Sandler is actually good. Like I gotta see this, see if right. it's true. You know, yeah, because that think was he, a lot of the hype. I think it. you had a lot of people like first of like, oh, a new Adam Sandler movie, and a lot of people were just diehard Adam Sandler fans. Go, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go see it, and then like the reviews. Guys told everyone he was a caliber, high caliber actor, and nobody believed right. me. This is gonna be the proof. That's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> but then like, then people, then the reviews start coming out. It's like, what? Adam Sandler's good in this? Right. I gotta see it. Yeah. And people are like, yo, Adam Sandler's really good in this, and everyone's like. Well, usually I watch Adam Sandler movies for a train wreck, but if he's really good in this, I gotta see it. How and then they ended fun- up watching a train wreck anyway. Right, like, <laughs> like, and like I think a lot of people who probably saw it for like Adam Sandler and like like his comedies were kind of just blown away. Yeah. Or like maybe like just kind of caught in the headlights of this this style of filmmaking. Right. Because they're more of like that point. Here's a joke. Here's a fart joke. Here's a fart joke. Yeah. Here's a thing. Right. There's some boobies. Let's right. move. On. And then like, and then it kind of goes along. Or like someone throws up. There's a fat guy. Let's make fun of the fat guy. There's, yeah. there's Shaq. Let's make fun of Shaq's dick right. or something. Right. Wait. There's Chris Rock. Let's it, not. Let's yeah. not. This is just call him skinny. Don't yeah. don't do David it. David Spade's here. Let's call yeah. Him, oh, David Spade. Let's call him a, a bum. Let's, let's call him short. Yeah. Oh, Kevin James. Let's not call him Chris Farley by accident. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I I think like look, like I said, I I do. There's just some like it's this movie is, it's a little unsettling to me in a point that. I could not 
and it's tough to root for Howard, and I guess that's the point. I'm trying to I'm trying to work myself into something here. Mm-hmm. It just there was no one that I could actually like. I mean, I, his wife. That's the only person I was like, yeah, she's justified. Adina. Adina. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, she's the she's the hero of this of this movie. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, because even like Julia sucked as a person. Yeah. She's totally manipulative. Never forgave her. Yeah. Yeah. She tattooed oh. her butt. She tattooed Howie. That should be illegal. Yeah. That, I mean, now they can't get buried together. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, she had a tattoo on her fucking shoulder yeah, anyway. she already had it. I don't yeah. understand. Um, yeah, and I, her neck. She had a tattoo on her neck. Yeah. Come on now. Although, that scene I thought was good. Him, like, breaking down like that. that was, oh, I, yeah. That hit me. Yeah. Um, that had to happen. That's like... But it's... Did you feel like it was Crocodile Tears once KG's people called him? Because then he's like, oh, my life's back on order track right now well I think that's the whole thing with him it's like he's always like the main thing with him is like looking for his next opportunity mm. you know so it's like when he's down it's because he feels like he doesn't have any opportunities left right you know and then as soon as he gets one it's like well he's not down anymore and it's uh like you notice the only time he said he loved uh like she's always like I love you Julia and the only time he says it back is after he wins right yeah know? like he's a narcissist you know <laughs> yeah um but for me I thought it's funny because I thought Idina was justified. I thought Arna was justified, obviously, and um, Julia. Yeah, it's like on one hand, was she right about to cheat on the weekend? With the weekend, I'm pretty sure she was. Mm. But at the end, did she actually love him and have that kind of loyalty to him? Uh, I, I honestly, think so. I did think she was gonna fucking like walk out with the money. Mm-hmm. I thought she wasn't gonna. She was just gonna like leave. With right, it. and she did everything he said. Right, you know. Uh, so I think, like, while she's willing to, like, cross that line to get her, to get the job done, I think at the end of the day, she would go, because, like, you know, for us, that's not loyalty. Right. Right? But I think in, the, like, the decrepit world that Howie and his, the people he associates with, that they live in. That toxic, toxic world. Right. Yeah. That's as close to loyalty as you can expect. Okay. You know? Because you look at someone like Damani, who's been working for him for how, God knows how long. Right. And throughout the movie, we have no idea if he's actually on his side. Yeah. You know? That that bugged me, too, because I was like, yo, yeah. like... And you look at the, the people that treat him with loyalty, like the guy who quit in the beginning, he, you know, doesn't appreciate them. So it's like, why would anyone be loyal to Howie? Right. Yeah. And you don't get the rest from his staff, like the other two people. Like, the the the, the, the jewel cleaner, like yeah. whatever his name was. Yeah. Like, and then the other lady in the office. Like, they don't really get a, like, kind of a say. Right. I thought they were going to, like, do some, like... Oh, this uh, fucking gem is cursed and shit because they like busted mm-hmm. that dude's leg in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, it did have some kind of like. Yeah. It did seem like it was like his. It was KG's secret stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just staring at a gem. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, for me, I thought it was really uh interesting because I think I think Howie was like had this charisma to him, mm-hmm. you know that that made me want to see him hit. Um, and then every time it was taken away from him, I legit felt bad for him. Even though he put himself in that situation. Okay. Because, like, for example, the first bet. Right. He took the money He took money that could have gone towards Arno and $40,000 of it, and he put it uh, on the game. Right. That is a terrible decision, a very disrespectful thing to do. But if it had hit, he would have been fine. It's only because... That it's only because Arno canceled the bet that it didn't work out for him. Do you think if he didn't take a picture of that money and send it to Arno... He would have been like... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He would, he would have been better. He shot himself in the foot. Okay. Yeah, and he does that. Yeah. Right? He shoots himself in the foot, but the thing... It's like he's... He's, he's got no toes left because he keeps on shooting himself in yeah, the foot. Yeah, but it's also like... Everything he does, there's a chance that it would be fine. It's always a gamble. Right. You know? It, like, he, his worst decision, there was always a chance that it would have worked out just fine, but then... The, like he the pressed, luck. He pressed this. He pressed Judd Hirsch too far in the auction. Right. And that's what made KG back out. Right. So it would have worked out fine. So he paid himself. But then it just so him. happened that KG, KG, because KG was would have spent two hundred thousand on it. Right. He didn't have a problem. It was just you know Sandler goes one step too far and then boom his advisor talks him down. Right. Or he goes one step too far and he bets he hits. Right. But then boom Arno canceled it. He goes one step too far and bets it all again and he hits. But then boom, Bill kills him. Right. So it's like, 
I for me that kept me wanting to see him succeed because I know he would have succeeded if it wasn't for an outside factor. Right. And that's a, and that is the mistake because really he puts himself in these situations. You know, like he throws, like he, he jumps in the lion's den. It's like, oh, he would have won if he, if like the lion didn't like, if they didn't. Uh, that lion didn't have the last, teeth. That would have been fun. Or like <laughs> at the last second they throw another lion in. Right. It's like, oh, they they like he got screwed. You know, and that's true. But he probably shouldn't have jumped into the lion's den. Right. You know, like it's that. So it's like because he's getting screwed. Unless you're really like, it depends on what, on how much you can see through his eyes. Because through his eyes. He's getting screwed. You take a step back and you look from the outside. He's throwing himself in these situations, right. and that is what gambling addiction is, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so for me, I thought that was really cool. But I think the 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 other thing that really divides people on this movie is the sound design and like the conversations, like the script. Yeah. So what was your, the dialogue? I should say. So, so what was so your feeling on that? I honestly felt like it was just unorganized. Mm-hmm. And I understand there are movies that are supposed to feel like this naturalistic conversation thing where you're supposed to be like, oh, but like, it's like one person can't finish a thing. But for things to land and things to resonate, stuff has to be heard. spoken. Yeah. And heard. <laughs> and At least by the audience. Yes. True. And also, you know, they had, I think the fat Jewish was in there and he steals jokes and that's not cool. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Like, uh, he, it, it, if, like, I didn't like the goons because every time they were on screen, they just kept on talking and then they would cut into Sandler's performance and he was, like, trying to act, not, he was trying to act through them. Mm-hmm. They were kind of standing in his way and, like, I was like, yo, he's going out on a limb here. Shut the fuck up, like, once. Mm-hmm. And just shut up. That's that's all I, like, all I wanted because, like, like, when we have our podcast, we Sometimes we do talk over each other and like conversation, but at points you go. Sometimes you just gotta shut up and let let you be heard. Finish your point, right? And there was none of there was like none of that because you could have someone finish their point in a movie and then just not care. Like the whole like, and it it bugged me about the end because he won. He got he he won and like so at that point for fucking the squarehead guy and fat boy. To then kill him and kill Arno is such bad business because wait till you have money in hand and then you could shoot him. You still have the gun in there. And when he pulled the gun, I was like, okay, Adam Sandler's gonna die because it's Chekhov's gun. Mm-hmm. You see a gun, uh, by the end, that gun's gonna go off. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, it just felt like they, they were trying to build with Jenga pieces until it fell over even though I know Jenga's like you pull it away right. it's like I feel like they were just like oh and this and this and this and this I mean you are this. building with Jenga pieces you put it on top yeah so you're, you're oh yeah, that's right. yeah. you're pulling yeah. it from the bottom and the yeah, yeah you're, this movie is basically Jenga it's Jenga so but you're it's like, Jenga when he's already on like two two yeah. like but like, you're but the, but the base of this Jenga board is two marbles right and you're like you have to be very careful and especially with like people I don't think are natural actors I mean, I think the goons may have been, but, like, Francesa isn't. And you could definitely tell who's, like, actors in this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the problem. Like, you have to... And, and KG being such a prominent role and everything like that, it's just... Let's see, Michael... Uh, Keith William Richards, he's been in two things. And they were less... So this was his first movie. Mm. You can't have him fucking talk so much. I don't think that was the director's like, like oh man, Adam, Adam's really trying to go for it here, and this guy's not letting him. That was the, the that was the way it, it right. was designed. You know, it's not like Adam's like oh, I'm trying to get a word in, I'm trying to read off the script, and this guy's talking over me. Like I think that's how it was supposed to sound. Compare this scene, like compare with the scene in Knives Out where everyone's shouting mm. when they're all yelling at, at Martha. I mean, they're quote unquote shouting and yelling, but. The camera is and the sound and the microphone is on one person at a time. Right. You're still hearing what each of them are saying. But you get the point across. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets their point across. What was the point that they what would they the, the goon was doing? What was his point? Did you feel any sort of anxiety though when when they were yelling at Martha? Were you just like, oh boy, it's happening? Like you're seeing, you're being like, oh man, this must cause a lot of anxiety for Martha. But it didn't really cause it for you. 
Yeah. Like, in this, I, the thing is, I think, I don't disagree with you. Right. At all. I think you're Good. right. I think if, if you did, were, I'd be out of here. You'd be already out of here. I think, and I think that having the subtitles on, right. I didn't realize when I had them on, but ended up being, like, kind of cheating for me. Okay. But, for me, one, like, like you said, that is a more naturalistic of how these arguments go, because none of these were conversations. They were all arguments. Yeah. Two, um, I think people not letting him talk is, or, like, people constantly cutting each other off, I think that's a sort of a, a testament to how they're just so done with this shit. Like, like, look, I know whatever you're saying is bullshit. I don't want to hear it. Right. I'm just going to tell you what I'm saying, and that's it. Because if I wait for you to, to like, warp me into this story, then we're going to end up, uh, like, somewhere else. And that's what happened to KG, right? Yeah. KG didn't interrupt him, and then, boom, he ended up, like, working his magic. So I think it's a way to, like, you, you cut this guy off because you don't respect him, you don't trust him, and you don't want him to, to be able to work his magic. Yeah. It's like putting it's like putting a mouth the mouth handcuff on Loki, you know. Like you know <laughs> you know if he talks, you're done. Yeah, he's right? the he's the ultimate manipulator. Yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's, a, he's a con artist. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I think it was it was partially that, and also like you. I think, and again, the, the, whether or not this was a good idea is debatable. Right. But and and you you know that the. This, the the brothers wanted it to feel like something you could barely follow, you know, and something yeah. that you were like struggling, like when they like when they were trying to when everyone's like yelling at each other, talking at each other, when he's trying to like open the door for KG and his boys, right? Like and that just, was tense. Yeah, that was fucking tense, and it was like everyone talking over each other. It's like fuck. Did that scene end up even having any significance? Like towards the end, it was the Chekhov's well, yeah. booth. Yeah, Chekhov's, but like yeah. the, it was the like, file. Yeah, that's... right. But in 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 the moment, it was like what is all this tension for? Like, it ended up working out. And it's... Yeah, just... like that was a five-minute scene to set up a two-second thing. Yeah. What do you mean, the two-second thing? No, because they were locked in the no, thing they the whole game. Because, honestly, like, he knows this happens, right? So yeah. he knew the booth sometimes doesn't connect. Right. So it would be like, just get me the file. Right. And we'll put it in. That's what I'm saying. So that's all you really needed. Right. But the idea, I think, was atmospheric. Like, the same reason they had all those fucking claustrophobic close-ups, or the same reason, like, they would have, um, when he's, anytime he's walking down the street, they're showing it from, like, that kind of upward angle at him, and you just see all the people, like... Also, super loosey-goosey out there on the streets, just flipping around a ring and yeah, a jam. Yeah, that's the thing. So, like, all this, all these people, like, either yelling at him or talking to him and stuff, I'm expecting him to get jumped. Right. The, the whole time. So, for me, I'm just like, Jesus. Like, every time he walks down the street, I get, like, right. tense because I'm like... Someone's gonna hit him. I don't know. All these people are coming up to him. They're all like, it's all like they're all that buzzing in the That diamond district is a lot harder than you think, man. Yeah, man. So it's like I don't for it, I, for me like that. Even though like th it was a sacrifice, it was a trade off. Okay. Like you don't always get the words that other people are saying, but you're getting the idea that nobody like nobody likes like likes Howie. Nobody respects him. Everybody's against him. And he can't keep control of all of it. Right. And, like, people that do like him, like, when he gets lost in that chaos, they, like, it, it happens at these moments, and that this is how pe this is how he loses people. Like, right. in the beginning, he's, he, he's opening the fish, getting the gem, while this employee for eight years is going off on him. And he's so wrapped up in what he's doing, ignoring all the chaos around him, because that's the only way he can get anything done, that he loses that guy. And the same thing with Damani, while he's hearing about his, 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 colon, uh, his colonoscopy results, while Damani's like, you know, finally giving it to him, to right. give, being straight with him, showing him where he's at, and yeah. he's not, and he's not there for it because of the... I just so kind of wish Damani was chaos. a little bit more, you knew where his morals lied. So yeah, you when never he, did. when he blew up, you're like, this is I, justified. I, mean, yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Is it because we're also like big, you know, big youth fans, and we're like, just give him more stuff? I mean, that's true. I wish he was, like, I, he was in it more. Slightly more? Yeah. But, uh, but also it was just like, it, it, it was, it was like, you know, um, yeah, for me it, it was more like what they're trying to convey is not so much the words to, to tell you like their motivation. It's the, the words to sh it's, I think they're just more focused on Howie, okay. you know? And so like, even if you can't get the, all the requisite information to follow what's going on in a, in a plot driven way you can get the idea of like how how he treats people why how he responds like what got him into a situation right and why he can't make good decisions okay yeah you know? um 
since we are about 54 minutes in. Oh, wow. I'm going to ask for a grade. A grade. I'll um, go first. Okay. I mean, I like I said, I do respect this movie. Yeah. I'm going to give it a movie Mayhem 6. Okay. I think it's it's very good. It's very good to watch. It's very tense. It's just there's something that didn't... It didn't click. Didn't spark with me. Yeah. And I respect Adam Sandler so much after this. Yeah. Which makes everything... Like kind of after this, like what do you what do you do? What are you doing? Like you have so yeah. much to give. Yeah, yeah. Like you could have been, like, and I think also maybe that hurts him too because maybe he kind of worked himself into like, well, you're this goof. Mm-hmm. You know, you you don't you don't get this role because you're this. So like, I think now Adam Sandler should be going for bigger and better yeah. roles. He's got the money. He's got the yeah. He's he's sick. He's secure. Mm-hmm. He's he's not hungry anymore. Like no. he could be hungry for different things. And now. he hasn't been hungry in a long time. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need to go on vacation with his boys all the time. Right. Um, I want to see uh, was Julia Fox and more things. Yeah, I mean she's got, she's got like I mean even this she was very very good as yeah this her kinda, scene when they kind of have that blowout fight and she like yeah outside the club that I've seen that so many fucking yeah. times I was yeah like, you've been there <laughs> every that's the thing every conversation yeah. even though I couldn't quite understand it. I've seen it. Right. I've been there. It felt real to That's me. That's a Saturday in the Bowery, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for me, I thought that was I also, a good like, trade-off. I also made, for other people, it wasn't. I also did kind of get thrown out when Leah Keith so hardly said, I'm here to see the fucking weekend. That, that, yeah, and that, that, that like, like, Doctor Strange astral projected you out of the like, movie. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was so aware of my surroundings. Like, is this even To be real fair, life? though, you are not the biggest weekend fan. I've never been a weekend guy. I've right. been more about the week sure. than the weekend. Sure. Um, in fact, you didn't even know he cut his hair. No. So that should tell you. Why would you cut your hair? I mean, it's a Is lot it... to manage. Yeah. 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 But, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like, I think he, maybe he was that popping. I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe... In 2019, yeah, yeah. I think he was. It was 2011. I know, but the movie came out in 2019. 2019, So maybe in 2019 people will believe that in 2011. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, he was always kind of... I think when he had the hair, he was always kind of like a more fringe-like artist. So I I agree with you there. He shouldn't be hyped to see the fucking weekend. But I think it wasn't... I don't think weekend. I don't think he's mad. I don't think he's saying that because he's hyped to see the weekend. I think he's mad. He's like, why are you here questioning me while I'm trying to like... Right, okay. Which yeah. is ridiculous because he told him that he would be here with the stone, so it's like right, yeah. Like so, even, yeah. Damani, I really didn't. Yeah, I wish I knew. Like, I wish he had more yeah. of. A... Damani didn't hit with me very much. Yeah. Although Lakeith did great, but Damani, yeah, never quite got it. He he did a lot with what he was given. Yeah. It's just that he wasn't given a lot. Right. Oh, uh, so what what do you think? So for me, I'm between a seven and an eight. You know, because. Um, I definitely understand why this movie wouldn't hit for people. Okay. And there are things that, like, objectively, we did Like, Damani's motivations were never made clear. Okay. Like, objectively, Julia's motivations, never always that clear, you know? But I think the things that the movie wanted to show us, which is uh, the plight of a gambling addict and the effects of his, of, of his habits on himself, the people close to him, the people around him, and the... Uh, you know, th- uh, like the Diamond District in general, you know, even their conversation about like profit margins, you know, and like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, they made a little bit of money off of it, but like, you made so much more, right? You know, and that whole thing, and then like, I love that realization just, at the end that like, how much did it cost you? And he goes a hundred thousand dollars, and you realize that that's what Arno is coming after. Right. It's, it all started with him. It all started See, with that's this why stone. he took yeah that the whole hundred thousand a year ago was to buy this. And why it sucks so much that he got that like he thought that auction was gonna hit big like he had a plan right you know and he so, wanted to get over two hundred thousand so that it would he he could pay Arno and still have and still have his yeah exactly yeah. so like I get all of that that's why I don't gamble because I think if I did I would be an addict myself that's why I don't drink I mean that's one of the many reasons I don't drink or do drugs or anything because I have a very addictive personality okay. I don't I have a hard time stopping things once I start them you know. Um, so I just don't start things that I don't think will be good for me. Okay. But gambling is one of those things, you know, uh, it's such a common vice and, and something Especially that, if you're good in math, then I think... Yeah, exactly. Kinda, then you think you're better than you are. Yeah. Um, but no. It's like for, those guys who play, like, FanDuel for millions of dollars. Yeah. Like, they, have, they have programs and shit in their, like, fucking computers. Like, well, the dew point is this, and this yeah. guy, like... Or they're playing poker, and they know from, like, having three cards what the other 50... Oh, uh, the yeah. other 49 are gonna be. Right. Um, but yeah... So, like, that, for me, really connected, and I get the idea of um, of somebody constantly sabotaging himself okay. and 
I'm not 100% sure why. Maybe it's the charisma of the character. Maybe it's the charisma of Adam Sandler. Maybe it's the realism of the, uh, of, of, I guess, the, the, of the sound design and everything. Maybe it worked, just worked for me. Okay. But I felt like this is somebody, this is like a person's life and I, that I wanted to, yeah. to succeed. Also, so interesting placement of a Billy Joel song. Yeah, it is a good, I agree. It was the, the Stranger off the Stranger album. Yeah. Uh, it's good, it's a good call. Good yeah. call. It's a good, good Billy Joel song. I thought that was a good one. Um, so... For me, it's between a seven. It's like a seven and a half, seven and eight. Okay, so if you say it's seven and a half, um, this you movie's know, about, about. It's gonna be about a seven. Then it's about a seven. A movie yeah. named Seven. Yeah. Uh, it is good. It's on Netflix. Um, you should definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is very divisive, even mm-hmm. on the the actual critics. Yeah. Um, and in this room, where we kind of we do agree with each other, but there is something that's just missing. Right. Like it, it is, it is maybe a point difference, but like, yeah. like on the facts, we're like all everything. There. You, everything you said makes sense, and everything you said makes sense. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it just... you're the worst at arguing. We are the worst. <laughs> People don't come. They don't come here for the arguments. They come here for the fancy banter. Yeah. <laughs> so, I do. I I do think like. People should see this movie. Yeah. People should support serious Adam Sandler. Yeah. They should support lower budget. Movies. Exactly. This is this movie was made for less than like a tenth of a Marvel movie. Yeah. yeah. Like this is like A twenty four is doing some good work with very little money. Mm-hmm. They are like the respectable Blumhouse. Yes. Where Blumhouse makes like yes horror movies for like two dollars and right. they make a hundred thousand, hundred million. Can... I mean, but yeah, like just like. A twenty four, you like it's a lot of it is that like kind of pretentious bullshit. It is kind of pretentious. So this one, I didn't, it didn't feel pretentious. This one doesn't to pretend, me. like this yeah. midsummer. Midsummer uh, felt super pretentious. Yeah, to me. Uh, hereditary, hereditary. Yeah, I think Lighthouse is also A24. really yeah. That's A twenty four. Yeah, but I th- I I think they are a good studio. They pick good scripts to go with. Yeah, and and interesting filmmakers to go with because this. Honestly, this did feel like two people directing it, as in they were controlled in their argument of what story they were telling. Mm. Like how we, like how the people were in an argument constantly in this. You felt that it kind of, it kind of felt like two brothers just kind of grabbing the camera from mm. each other. Like yeah. I want to see this, I want to see that, and like, and that's the thing because you got close, tight stuff, and then you got some, you got some decent middle shots, and mm-hmm. like. It, it did feel like you just go like no I want to see this I want to play this and so this yeah check the shit out yeah buy some Jordan Walks exactly it's a, it's an anxiety trip yeah. you decide whether that's something you actually want to enjoy right or something that you would enjoy yeah exactly yeah, yeah. if you want to take this pill take this pill right exactly yeah. but you know what it's gonna be mm. yeah alright guys so as always thank you so much for listening that's the shoot you know, always you can hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to buy a shirt, mask, hoodie, wall art, notebook, pillow, cell phone case, laptop case, go to tpublic.com backslash Movie Mayhem There you go. Uh, thanks so much for, uh, for, oh, Dodcast with a D, by the way. That's right, Dodcast with a D. Always have to distinguify that. Uh, so thanks so much for listening, and we will... See you next week. Boom. Matt, who are we seeing right now? Oh, I'm about to go watch, uh... The motherfucking weekend.